Hey, what's up? It's your girl Keisha Cole, and I just finished Hollywood Unlocked, so check it out. It was awesome. It was super awesome. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Your boy Giovanni. Hold on. And we Curve got the Queen. one and only East Oakland Queen, Keisha 11, Cole. 11 reset. Hey, hey Come in with the promo. With the plug. And can we just say we have new lighting, and you are shining like a motherfucker in here. Oh, hey, now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I ain't got it all on, Jason. No, it's so funny because... <laughs> Jason, like, I want to check everything. I got a diamond. What do you call that little thing? No, check so, diamonds, I, so I was watching uh, Love & Hip Hop Hollywood, where, mm-hmm. which you're, you're one of the few real celebrities on the show mm-hmm. um i was watching and i just felt i had to comment because it just seems a little fake this season some of the storylines seem a little exaggerated you're a real star and i'm like so i went on instagram and i said okay that's it i'm issuing lie detector tests and diamond uh detectors to everybody on the cast and mm-hmm. you're the first one to go on there and say i'm ready what's up yeah mm-hmm. i mean they have them you know it was actually on instagram <laughs> like people was like in the hood checking diamonds and people was getting upset like <laughs> Like you ain't gonna check my diamonds, like. Yeah. But see, that's, that's not fair because we know you got money. I mean, she, you know, she hit me the next day. She put a post on her page. She was in the double R, right? Mm-hmm. You know, roof was, you know, it was convertible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wraith. it's called a wraith or drop head. Yes, is that the? Is, I think it's getting clean now. We're gonna pull up tonight. Oh wait, you got a drop head or wraith? I don't have either. Oh, it was a drop? Was it double R though? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was oh, a wraith the first time, okay. and now it's a phantom. <laughs> Come on, KC. You know, real money problems. Okay, so I've been a um, Keisha Cole fan for years. I'm mm-hmm. from Stockton, California, from East Oakland. I didn't know that until recently. <laughs> but you can crazy. tell by some of my ratchetness that, I mean, it makes sense now. No. No? Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think when you think of Stockton? Um. Well, you know, I never really went a lot. But some of my cousins and stuff moved out there when they want to get away from like Oakland. Okay. <laughs> when you first came out, and I remember seeing you some of your earlier interviews, and you were a little rough around the edges. I knew you being from Oakland. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's oh, she's from Oakland. Mm-hmm. Do you think when yeah. you first came out, people got that, or did it was do they know? Man, I think it's just so different now. But yeah, back in the day, I mean, you know, I didn't know that you shouldn't slap people for talking crazy, <laughs> and like it was just a bunch of stuff that I did that mm-hmm. I look back on, and and still like you know, pretty recent, um, few years ago that I probably wouldn't want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I um I have a lot of growing to do and I'm not perfect. So yeah, I definitely slapped a few bitches in the back in the day. Mm-hmm. No, and you were standing on luxury cars back then. Um yeah. I mean that ghost wide and the whip is <laughs> That's okay. pretty I mean, normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know now. I don't think no. yeah. People still ghost riding the whip out there. I'm sure somewhere. In some, in no, it's just, no, it's white people appropriating the culture. That's this who, is that's true. Ghost riding ghost yeah, riding the whip. Yeah. Gotta bring, gotta get a ghost, bring a whole new meaning to it. That would be pretty awesome, actually. Mm-hmm. I have somebody ghost ride uh, a ghost, a ghost yeah. <laughs> So when you first came out and uh, and everybody was happy that Mary J. Blige was finally over the drug addicted relationship, but then you started getting compared to her a lot. How did mm-hmm. you deal with that? I think it. I I didn't like the way it kind of made her feel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I looked up to Mary. Like I used to really like practice her music and like. I mean, I just looked up to her. I thought she was a strong, phenomenal, phenomenal woman. And I really, like her and Faith and, you know, like those women before me, I just really did love. And then um, I just know one time I was listening, I was doing love, filming the love video in New York City. We had a two-day shoot there in Times Square. And she was doing an interview with Angie Martinez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, because, you know, they came up together and everything, I guess. And so, you know, she was kind of getting upset with, with Angie. Like, it, it kind of hurt my feelings because I was like, 
wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, they asked her who was hot, like, right now, like, who's out in the streets that's killing right now? And she said, everybody but me. And mm. then, um, oh, wow. clearly, I was kind of killing back then, so it was right, like... Right. <laughs> um, and then she was like, well, let me ask you about Keisha Cole. And then she was like, don't go there. Like, why, you know what I'm saying? But did you feel it was hating? I don't... I just think that now that, like... You know, K. Michelle came mm -hmm. and like, you know what I'm saying? I had my baby and things like that and all of that. And, um, you know, K. Michelle coming up and doing her thing. I kind of understood like from a standpoint where Mary kind of was getting that back then. It, it just get aggravating. Like, let people be their own people. Like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't got to be a new this, a new that. I don't mm -hmm. know. Everybody to me is a individually different. So, mm -hmm. um I love I love the comparisons, though. I was like, girl, that's that's <laughs> like, yeah. you know, but. I mean, now I can understand, I think, a little bit. I can sympathize with her. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, Mary was, like, you know, depicted as the queen of, you know, of R&B, hip-hop, soul, you mm -hmm. know? And so yeah. when Keisha came, Keisha, like, just, you know, she hit, like, a meteor. You know, everybody was talking about her. Kanye was backing her. So Mary probably, you know, she wasn't known for being the most diplomatic person. You know, she was, she was rough around the edges. This so is she true. Was, so she was probably looking at it like, what, is everybody trying to motherfucking replace me? Yeah, you right, know, but, but, but that's I, not what it was. But I should have cheated. Was a song that I just I've been playing I, it all yeah. weekend mm -hmm. because there are some motherfuckers that you should have cheated on. But before that, I changed my mind. No, but I but I'm saying okay. I, I'm just saying the one I changed yeah. my mind. Of course, was your yeah. songs, but yeah. that was a song that resonated with me, and I feel like when Mary's music started changing and becoming a lot more positive, we needed that soul that need was, that little oomph. Yeah, yeah, the pain. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, and I really feel like I literally hunted 112 down. Like I was in the hotel lobby, like guys, listen, when are y'all getting back to Atlanta? I want to go. I want to be there. Like I do whatever. I fly myself there. I want to work with y'all because they had did Kelly Price, and I just love the way they write. And like a lot of that stuff was being produced by Deron from 112. Wow, he was so, my, he was my favorite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which one is Deron? Um, the one he, that used to be screaming and hollering. Yeah, he has a high pitched voice yeah. for sure. Okay, because slam tall. not slim no more. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no. But yeah, I mean, if um, he did a song on Kelly Price's album that I simply adored, and I finally like, I was like, I do whatever I gotta take. You know, I fly out there. You mm -hmm. know, and then they had this song called "I Should Have Cheated," but Nivea had it first. Mm. Oh, wow. um, Knew she wasn't gonna do the that lotion. With it. <laughs> no, she sounded Stop amazing it. on it too. And I was like, she didn't take this song. No, like Nivea. that is crazy. They were like, well, we could record it now, and it ended up, you know, on the album. I mean, so I really Deron put a lot that. of work in for that um, album. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you 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 were really close with one of the guys from Tony Tony Tony. I'm trying to think. It's Dwayne Wiggins. Dwayne Wiggins. Okay, mm -hmm. because I knew people that he knew back in the day from Stockton, the whole mm -hmm. Bay Area connection. And I remember him talking about Keisha Cole before she came out, mm. and he was like, "Yo, this girl is about to be huge." And then boom, you just hit it on the scene. So what was the first? What was your first disappointing fan experience as an artist, as a new artist, when you met somebody that you maybe idolized, oh, yeah. and then they turned out to be something different? Um, I wouldn't say disappointing though. I wouldn't say I just believe that like artists, superstar artists can be a little different. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had some great experiences too. Mm -hmm. Um Mariah Carey, I met her. I thought she would be a diva and she's really down. She was she was super sweet. I was like, "Wow." And um but somebody that was like really, I don't know. Because for me, it was Lauren Hill. She How about was about any most... producers. But can't... that's what I mean. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They, they, like stardom on another level. Mm -hmm. It's just like you never know what they had to deal with, endure. You know, so certain things. Um, Prince. Mm. I met Prince a few times. I met Prince, but um, 
I asked him to do a song with me, and he just he just kind of looked at me and was like, "Do you own your own masters?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "No." He was like, "Are you signed to a label? Are you a slave?" I'm like, "That yeah, sounds like some print shit." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, pretty much, you know." And he's like, "Well, let me know when you when you own your masters." And um, unfortunately, he had passed away right around that time. I was a free agent. Can I ask you something but about that? But now I own my masters. What's this thing with owning your masters? Like, what, why is that something like? It matters um, if you have children. You know, later on down the line, if you have somebody that you want to hand things off to, rights off to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you own your music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not a, not a label. Like, all my music before this point is not owned by me. But I think after a certain amount of years, um, it, get passed, it get passed over to you. But as far as right now, I own my master's, but because I've been paying for every, like a lot of things, I'm not going to say Epic didn't pay for a lot, but I pay for a lot to um, be done recording. I pay um, for music to be um, recorded, the, the actual live instrumentation. I pay for background singers. I mean, I've, I've been paying for a lot. So master's is like copyright? Or, mm-hmm. or got you. Yeah, got it's you. like you own your music. It's nobody else that owns it besides you. You can record it and sign it over to a label if they give you a, some money. But, you know, if you're going through your own record label, then you own your own master's. So yeah, it's like you. the last scene of uh, what Straight Outta Compton when Dr. Dre was like, I'm leaving. And, and Suge Knight was literally like, "I'm yeah, exactly. You ain't leaving with nothing. He was like, keep it. I don't want it. So That's what you, he was talking about. Yeah. Masters. So when did you decide you wanted to take control of your career and be in the driver's seat? Um. Well, when Prince told me that, I thought about it, you know, and um, he always had conversations about owning your masters and, and just owning your music, period. And um, I mean, it matters. It matters to me, especially all the hard work that I've been putting in. And I've been recording this album for like three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's been forever long and it's really hard being a single mom, you know, and trying to put out this music. But I'm so happy that I'm over at Epic and that Doug Morris gave me a shot at owning my own masters and putting music through my own label. And um, I think it, I, I, it's just a blessing. What's Everything is coming label? together. Hearts and Stars, Inc. Hearts and stars. Yeah, it's my tattoo. Mm-hmm. Did you have a relationship with L.A. Reid over there, or was it just Doug Morris? Yeah, I did, actually. Um, when I called Doug, because uh, I was really supposed to do the the, the label, you know, um, with TMT, but then um, everything didn't work out the way we wanted it to work out, and so I ended up going, calling. Doug Morris was just on my mind for some reason, and I know he was over at Interscope before, and so I called him and he was like, what you trying to do? And I was like, well, you know, I'm trying to own my own masters and I'm trying to put it out through my own record label, but do it half and half with you guys. Um, and he was like, well, I have somebody I want to sign you, L.A. Reed." And the next day or two, I was meeting with L.A. And he was like, man, let's go. You know, I always loved you. Like, we've been delighted. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. And I had already had like... I probably had like five or six songs at that point already, um, two of which are on this album. So um, I'm thankful for, for Epic, though, because, you know, um, Erica, which is my A&R, she helped me out a lot. Like, I mean, I have a few songs on there that I just absolutely love, like I'm in love with. Mm-hmm. Do you think this um, is like your best work or one of your um, prize pieces of work you've done? You know what? I, I, I have to... Like allow the fans to come up with that themselves mm-hmm. because I always be I will always be like yeah hell yeah I put my work in like what, mm-hmm. what's up like you know long it's been recording this album like yeah it's my best album but hey you know sometimes fans you know feel different so yeah. so as an artist you don't treat it like a kid and say okay the first one I had is my favorite um, 
you know, like that's what I think my mom did. Mm. I was her first. Kid. <laughs> I yeah. had to be the favorite. Um, or do you or do you fall in love with each album differently? Um, well, it kind of depends because actually I didn't like the song Love. I like I literally really? really why tell me about that why it was so crazy because I really didn't think I could write it I mm -hmm. was like you know even I remember I was like I cannot do this like I can't like it's just beyond me like I can't write to this mm -hmm. man write to it write to it I wrote to love and the people loved it you know what I'm saying but I didn't really love it myself you know what I'm saying but you never know what you do for people when you sing certain things true so I just spoke from that place that I experienced it didn't mean that I liked it necessarily though yeah. I don't really you, like going you, through bullshit you, you sang the fucking breaks off that song like, like you loved it yeah. but I'll be honest it wasn't my favorite record from you either really which it's, one is your favorite um I loved I should have cheated because I've felt that way I felt many like many you were, times because I'm telling like you I've been playing all week yeah. you sang Sang. You sang, like, you felt like you, it felt like you really meant it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Were you going through something when you sang that oh, song? Oh, hell yeah. When I first heard it, I was like, I'm, I'm I, like, Deron, what I, come on, like, we got to record this. He's like, all right, let's do it, you know? And I really did. I mean, but that was coming from Oakland, so it was like, yeah, yeah. The guy that I was with there, it was just not, you know, anywhere near cool, so. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of artists, I've heard a lot of artists that put out songs that they technically didn't like and end up being some of their biggest songs. Mm -hmm. Like the A&R, somebody made them put it out. Yeah, I heard about that too a few times. Um, I try not to do music I don't like, mm -hmm. but I do, you know, if people love it and I wrote it and it's something that I'm comfortable with putting out, I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? As mm -hmm. an artist, do you feel like fans are disloyal now? Because I feel like we are in a different era with music now, right? Back in the day, you know, I'm 40. So when I grew up, it was, you had Madonna, Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson, Prince, David Bowie. I mean, you had iconic stars that put out albums that mm -hmm. we just fell in love with. And, you know, even though the single was around, the digital download wasn't there. So you had to go to Tower Records, buy the whole album. You had to sit through and listen to it. And then you fell in love with the, the artist. Now it seems like... Fans are disloyal. They like you this album or this single, then they, mm -hmm. then they off to Lil Yachty. What is that? What <laughs> I is know that? that's right. Um, well, <laughs> I, my opinion would be that some people, like when you first come out, it's like a, a breath of fresh air. That's what I used to hear a lot about me. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you know, everything was so polished and everything. You know, even like I had conversations with Monica and she was like, yo, like you made me like help understand like it was okay to just be who I am like mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like I do got a little bit of edge to me but people you know that's when back in the days they used to send you through artist development mm -hmm. and would only allow you to do a certain thing you know what I'm saying to something like that so but when I came it was like I literally went and got the songs you know what I'm saying myself and it, like I was really doing everything from my heart you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying it was everything my vision just like now with this album is my vision so I think that certain people come out and they be like oh wow this is amazing and then you go away, you know, can she do it again? I did it again. You know what I'm saying? Can she do it again? I did it again. Then I had my child. Like, they literally wouldn't allow me to be who I wanted to be by, around the the um, the fourth album. And I was like, yo, it's getting boring out here. Like, I'm singing these songs over and over again. Like, I'm about to have a child. This is like, this, I need something different in my life, something to fight for. Like, this is just not going to work. And um, yeah, so I think fans, you know, they grow with you and then, you know, it, it depends. I think I could do it again, though. And so when you see the you, you brought up Monica, when you see Monica and Brandy fighting online, do you ever want to say I'm an East Oakland bitch? And if y'all ever come for me, it'll go down <laughs> different. Or do you just sit back and go, this is for rappers. Why are y'all even doing this? I think, I mean, at this point, we're um, it's so far along. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what they experienced back in the day. I really, literally don't even remember the fight that they had. 
um, I didn't even know they had a fight really until like later on um but i think like at this point it's like nah let's all get money like at the end of the day you know we got kids and stuff to raise and we got music to sell and fans out there that need you know the music that we create so i think at this point i'm just like over all the bullshit Mm -hmm. when yeah when you when you first came out you know speaking about you know just how raw you were and how everybody appreciated the fact that you were like really rough around the edges and uncensored and and uncensored. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, I remember you being in New York and you went on hot 97. Do you remember that interview? It was one of your very first interviews. I had a few. Yeah. And they, they were really, it was when Sway was on and they gave you like the hardest time. And then I saw you maybe like, I don't know, a couple of days later or something like that came over to you. And I was just like, I just want to say that you really handled yourself really really well like how what was the whole you know kind of PR experience for you in terms of just kind of cultivating yourself into you know more diplomatic person and realizing that you had to kind of put the you Um, know ratchet on hold right right um my son changed a lot Mm -hmm. um you know we have to remember that uh, well let's just say this like I don't know how to stop. If if, if it's going to be a problem, it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to go toe-to-toe. We're going to throw them throw them bows like Ludacris say. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the way it goes. So as a woman, it's just like everything shouldn't take you there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you and do all that because when I slap the shit out of you, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> so it's just like, why even go there with you when mm-hmm. I know you're not about that life? Like, I literally had somebody in this, in this industry mm-hmm. and she really ran up on me like, and I was just like, my nigga, like, I mean, I'm sorry. I was just no, like, no, it's more uncensored. You can say that. I was like, dog, it's not gonna like. You need to relax. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, is she somebody that we know? Of course, but so I was like, <laughs> I was like, listen, it's not even like that deep. I didn't mean what you think. You know, I took it. You took it as or whatever, and I want to apologize and this, that, and the other. And it was kind of like right before my album had went. Um, that went gold. Mm-hmm. Literally, I got the plaque the next day. Mm-hmm. So she was just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you, you hurt my feelings. I was like, and I apologize. And like I said, I'm going to apologize again. But like one more time, I'm not going to apologize. Like, it's going to be a, like, you need to back up. Brandy. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> and then she didn't back up. She was saying stuff. And then that's why you double wood and all of this kind of stuff. And was saying all kind of mean stuff. And I just literally jumped up. A titty popped out. It was a bad experience. You know what I'm saying? It was like really completely a bad. Was this before social media? Yeah, yeah. Maya. No, 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 no. Maya doesn't do nothing to nobody. She ain't doing nothing. No, she's she ain't a, doing nothing in the studio. No, okay, listen. Okay, <laughs> All right, she's so such look, a sweetheart. So the other day, um, Keisha, I ended up going to hang out with Keisha and Joe Exclusive, the infamous boyfriend of. Zale Swag. Ex-boyfriend of Zale Swag who's been on our show. Mm-hmm. And Keisha had two glasses of red wine. Mm-hmm. That's my girl, double-fisted. No, 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 no. It wasn't double-fisted, though. It was one after another. But she's so fucking... I, I don't know if people... <laughs> the hell is that? What? People that don't get to hang around with you personally, you're fun as hell. And yeah. you're funny. <laughs> yeah. After after two glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. And she can read you in a way that's so nice and I've classy. Seen it. Mm-hmm. I've so seen we it. ended up running into Masika. And she uh-huh. was sitting there and, you know, doing whatever she does in All the right. bushes. She was near the bushes. That's oh hilarious. God. Shout out to Masika. Mm-hmm. Dirty feet. And <sighs> Keisha was so like just trying to ask questions, but trying to understand whatever was going on. But mm-hmm. she was doing it in a way that was so funny and shady. You're so funny. That's subliminal, I don't remember. That's subliminal how much? I had one. So <laughs> I'm thinking that Mona wanted you on the show, not just because you are, you know, you're a big star, but the fact that you don't take no shit. 
and love and hip hop is not known exactly for solving conflict, you know, without combat. So I'm hope I'm I think that she was hoping that you were going to throw them bows. Yeah, she thought she but was going to get these over. Exactly, but it looks like you've completely avoided that. Like the one cast member that's been to, able to avoid the bullshit. Yeah. A physical <laughs> contact with somebody else. Well, I can't actually speak about um contractually what you know we was agreed to mm-hmm. but you know you you said Mona, you're not your, gonna, you have a brand protect to protect yourself yes. protect yourself and 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 having a i mean because at the end of the day like me and mona like I, we we could talk about this like mm-hmm. what you know what are you looking for mm-hmm. what what can i bring to the table mm-hmm. you know um what am i willing to bring to the table mm-hmm. and let's start from like that point yeah. you know and then she was like yo we this is what we want yeah we don't want that from you you right. know what i'm saying like that's not something that we want and in mona's defense i feel like you know when you bring whoever you are to the table Hey, that's what's gonna be, you know, seen. So at the end of the day, you are who you want to be on the show. I feel like, you yeah. Know. Keisha Cole is the reason why I did not return to Love and Hip Hop. Oh, you need to just. <laughs> I flew to New York liar. and I told producers the, mm-hmm. and I told her this the other day. I said the only way that I will come back is if I'm shooting oh. with Keisha. I never heard that. Well, I want to know. Of course, what that message you, wasn't passed along. It was really, What made you decide to even do the show? Like, was it to? Because you've been, you've successfully yeah. had your own shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Very and, well. and and um, I just signed this deal at Epic in October, mm-hmm. and um, Mona was like, "Yo, you should do the show." And I'm like, "No, you know, I'm a little afraid." You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I don't know what's gonna happen, like with all of that. Like y'all said, people jump out the bushes and stuff like that, and it's just like I don't want to have. Like that's all I need right now. Mm-hmm. My career is to have something go down like that, and I yeah. react. So, um, you know, the album was coming out and I was just like, Mona, we could do this the way that it needs to be done. I'm down to do this. Like I literally, she's like, well, what you have going on? I told her, you know, everything that I was experiencing in my life. I just met my dad after 35 years. You know, I'm unfortunately, you know, fortunately, but at this time going through a divorce, I'm actually finishing up my project, 1111 Reset, and it's going to be coming out soon. And maybe we could capture some stuff on that. And then, you know, we're done. I think the fans were really appreciative of the fact that, you know, in light of Love and Hip Hop, Hollywood being accused of having multiple fake storylines that yours was extremely yeah. genuine. You really were going through, yeah. you know, the personal issues with, um, yeah. you know, your booby yeah, and then your Who dad was out there trying to sleep with all the girls this season. Jesus. I mean, what kind of shit? Anyways, moving right along. But, you know, the, uh, you know, meeting with your dad and it looks like mm-hmm. a lot of women on Twitter are in love. And that is crazy. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> That's Wait, funny. He was a little, he was a little smooth looking. I will give him that. I didn't get yeah. to watch the show yet. I, I saw the um, the finale. It just aired what last, last night. Last night. Yeah. Okay. So was the Can't did the million dollars that, that you one. got? Did that pay a big play a big part in it too? You just said roll that million and we good or no? Um, it wasn't quite a million that I got from from Mona, but it was relatively close. <laughs> Um, which and I can't disclose that information, yeah, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, God, you know, you are a real professional because all the other cast members I've been talking to this season, pouring they just, they out. just, they can't hold water. No, you know, everything. I would expect them to respect me. Um, you know what we agreed to, and I and I agreed to certain things, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I, I this reciprocated. I gotta respect them as well. I do mm-hmm. want to ask you. You said you met your father after thirty five years, and I, I've I've never met. I don't even know who my father is. Mm-hmm. So after 35 years, how did that, like, what did that, what was that like? Who was the lead up to yeah. that? Yeah. You know? um, 
How did you first? Or how did you even find him? Or how did he find you? Well, well of I, course, it's easy to find you. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why I was trying to tell Lyrica like to keep the faith. It's all good, you know. Um, but so I was doing my independent record deal, right? And um, I had I had I went to Houston and I seen Mike Prince, which is um, James Prince's cousin, um, and he asked me to you know do a song for an artist that they have that they're developing. And I was like, absolutely. I was like, actually, do you think you could hook up like um, a sit down that I could meet with um, James Prince and um, maybe just ask some questions about, you know, like doing an independent thing? Because, I mean, he did, you know, he he killed the independent game, you mm-hmm. know. And um, so he was like, yeah. And we met, you know, asked him some questions. He told me what, you know, what did I want to do with the with that and everything. He even took me to Sony Red and met with them. I met with some people down there in uh, Empire. Um, I was meeting with a lot of different people, but it nothing really kind of moved me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like on a level that I was kind of used to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, months went by, months went by. He called me like a million times out the blue. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Like when James Prince called you like a million times, that is like, what the hell yeah. is going on here? Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. So um, he, I picked this phone. He's like, yo, are you sitting down? And I was like, nah, I'm, no. I was, he was like, I think... Um, I have some information for you, but there's got to be some information that you're ready to like, you know, ready for. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, See, I don't I, know. When, when I get those calls, it's typically following Results. a report of an STD. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Like you really saying. cannot He's help being it. honest. <laughs> you're so silly. <laughs> I've had that call twice. I'm fuck. I ain't sitting down. I'm on my way to Kaiser. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my way to Kaiser. Why would you say that? It's That's true. Crazy. It's just my truth. I have to live in it. So continue. Okay, on. so you're sitting down. What happens? Was, he just told me that um, he he spoke to someone you know that he's friends with and, and never really knew this, but he has been like he has been feeling like that for some time. That like you know, I could be his daughter. From knowing my mom, they went to school together and all of this kind of stuff like that. And I'm just like, get out of here. Mm, I don't know about that. I was not ready for it. I was just like, I'm trying to finish an album. All I need right now is that this man is not my dad, and I'm gonna be all invested into it. And mm-mm, mm-mm. and so, what was the what was the first step in like getting to see him or meet him? Because you had never met him before. No. Well, did you get the, well, did you get a paternity test done yeah, yes. before you met him? No. Okay. No. James had called me and said, "Listen, we're out here because they um, do the boxing thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, they manage Andre Ward. Well, my dad's a trainer, and um, JP is the and you know Keisha's um, friends manager. with Floyd, and Floyd was friends with her father. Wow, the whole time, and they d- wow, wow, wow. That is it's crazy. Wow, it's crazy." how close he was to you, like in proximity yeah. and not even know. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah, the Fanny and everybody's coming. Like, I don't know, your daddy fuck. Like, oh, I you And so are you, okay, because I, I know my dad and I've known my dad, but we just don't have a relationship. So have you been able to forgive him for all those years and like establish a really good relationship or do you have animosity? Of course, of course. Can you call him dad? Yeah, I call him pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometimes I slip up and call him, you know, dad or something like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, for the most part, like us getting to know each other is kind of like, what up, pop? You know, how you been? You good? You did, you know, and everything. Um, He calls me Diamond. It's so cute. I think it's so adorable. Um, And yeah, so JP told me to come down one day and at the place that they were like doing the um whatever the convention or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And I went down there and I literally immediately felt it's crazy. Like I, I was like, oh my god! Like this is insane. Why are you, why are you walking like a big old me? Like you just walking here, just looking like a big old 
call me just like like he didn't want to come immediately over there to me he was all like hecka shy or something mm. and the jp was like i ain't never seen him act like that like he literally had tears in his eyes so wow. for, so for people who may be struggling with reconciling with their family or letting go of being angry how did how did you consciously choose to get past all that well my mom has been on drugs literally like almost pretty much my entire life mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i still love my mom you know she does things sometimes that's just be like you need a break i need a break mm -hmm. you know and right now is one of those times but um you know god is good man we focus too much on the crazy stuff like you know it's all about just growing and just trying to you know like be thankful for what god has given you at the end of the day no my life isn't like yours or yours or your life isn't like mine for whatever reason you're on different paths in life mm -hmm. but that does not mean that i'm not blessed and it does not mean that god wasn't there to protect me like i told my dad that literally i was like i promise you god has been here this entire time like my father like so don't even look at it like that. Just worry about tomorrow and like, you know, the next day and, yes. you know, right. months from now, growing and getting to know each other. Well, you say you're um, you're kind of taking a break from your mom right now, but have you had a conversation with her about the fact that it's been determined that this is actually your father and, you know, like what happened? How, how possibly could she not have told you this? Yeah, I mean, because she told me my father was Italian and he was dead. Mm. Mm. So that's what all the Italian commentary is yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, so when so when the guy called so when JP or J Jazz Prince called you about your dad, it was completely like shocking. Jazz Prince is the son. James Prince is the dad. Yes. Oh, okay. Thought, yes. That's what I want okay. to ask you. So, so Jazz Prince. So Daddy, Jazz the one that when he's calling, that there's typically it could be a problem. <laughs> that I mean, one. yeah, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rap a lot. Okay. So <laughs> yes. when he called, that's why it was completely out the blue for you. Like, yeah, it was like, okay. yeah. I don't even know. I don't know Jazz like that either. But like, you know, I just know it, it was just like crazy. You know what I'm saying? He was like, "Are you sitting down?" I'm just like, "What the hell happened? Like, what? Tell me already!" Like, you know. And he's just like, "Nah, I just think this is something that you should explore." Because, you know, JP didn't know. I let him tell y'all that. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a lot with his family thing that he had um, is the reason why he could relate to it. You know what I'm saying? And he was just like, man, you know, hey, you need your daddy. Like, you know, don't be afraid of it. You know what I'm saying? You got to get up and you got to fight that head on. You can't you can't be tucking behind bushes, putting the rabbit tail. He said tucking your tail like a rabbit, some mm -hmm. shit like that. And I was just like, yeah, that's true. But so, after, uh, you know, I finished the album. <laughs> so, my, so my mom struggled with drugs and eventually died. Your mother, you were able to have the courage to come out and show the whole world, like the stuff with her, the stuff with your sister. How are they now? Oh, man. My, um, you know, and they wanted my mom, Frankie, to be on this season of um, Love and Hip Hop. And I and I was just like, you know, no, <laughs> you know, and I prefer if, you know, the family thing stays away from it for a second. I mean, just, you know, because it didn't go the way I planned it. I really wanted everybody to come on TV and show, you know, and be resilient and show that you can make it through anything and that you can, you know, actually do better and you can try to be better. And it just didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And I just felt so bad. And I was just like, I mean, people, for one the reason why they love me, when, when it didn't turn out the way I actually wished it and prayed it would turn out, people turned their back on me for that reason. You know what I'm saying? But I had to keep in mind that I did it for the, for the women that were like me, mm -hmm. trying to get out of the hood. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that, you know, you can accomplish your dreams. If you could think it, you can be it. Mm -hmm. And that's just how I feel about it. And so for Love & Hip Hop, you wanted this to just all be about you. Your, and my music, your, your music. And even though I'm going through a divorce, Gib is there, you know. Um, 
and that I'm sure would be a thing five years from now. I'm sure. I mean, it's just the way it happens. But when he but. said he wanted to give up basketball for rap, did you did you pull him aside and say this is not smart? When we were married, and I told him that just why right? Did you support his music? <laughs> did said, you like what, his music? What, what are you talking about? What? <laughs> <laughs> this is a guaranteed check. Sound like Ivana Trump. <laughs> but did you support his music when y'all? Did you like it? Did you? Did you have some? Well, she together? didn't do a single with him. Oh, okay, I was about to ask you. I didn't. Yeah, H down. <laughs> um, you know what? Um, yeah, it's just I just don't know. I just want to get the divorce over with. Got you. So you you were just on the reel recently, right? Uh -huh. Okay, and so let's just you know clear up the you know, child custody and spousal support rumors. I mean, like, did he request this? Because he's saying he didn't, and then you were. You were yeah. addressing it, so did he really request spousal support? I mean, the paperwork I, is what I, I haven't even spoken to him since then because I didn't put so much into this. Mm -hmm. Like at this point, I'm just like, I can't talk right now. I don't mm -hmm. even want to like anything that's just not good for me right now. Like yeah. I don't want to talk to you about it. I don't want to be a part of it. I just, right. mm -hmm. I just need some time just to finally be a little positive. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. Mm -hmm. All that other shit, like, I can't deal with it. Like, if you saying this one thing, and, and he'll crack a smile. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got every woman on the face of the planet, you know, but he cute, though. It's like, okay, well, girl, you know, this is what it is. Go ahead, do your thing. Fuck you know that cute shit. But, yeah, the paperwork is what... what it's but there. Did you tell him mm -hmm. call up Brooke, uh, uh, Brooke uh, Valentine? And have her pay your bills? <laughs> no, I don't. And I see you got them backless shoes on, and your feet are clean. When you Ooh, saw the dirty, you're foot hilarious. Thing happen, did you did you feel like? Hey, because remember she. Ex wait a minute. <laughs> that, about that, what did I tell you? I said, what, the, the what did you? No, the, the wait, explanation. Hold on, let me. So I didn't even talk to her about that. What we? Like, what did you say when we when we start talking about that today? I told you. <laughs> so, no. so the other night we're sitting there uh -huh. luxuriating on the patio of the W Hotel. Oh my God. <laughs> Keisha's sipping her red wine. She literally is in her Olivia Pope mode. She wants to, because mm -hmm. Masika's there. Mm -hmm. So everybody in the room wants to, and we all don't want to look down at her feet because no. that would be rude, but we all are thinking, I think, the same thing. So Keisha just says, So, girl, the dirty foot. <laughs> <laughs> And her explanation was she was driving the car. And no, I said, do you think that like, because sometimes like I would have boots on <laughs> mm -hmm. and then like if they're white boots or tan boots or something, mm -hmm. I'll get out of the car and be like, yo, what happened to my boot? Mm -hmm. That's a little rude. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then she was like, I mean, it could have been the, it could have been the floor. Mm -hmm. It could have been um, at the bar, you mm -hmm. know, putting my foot on the bar. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But when she said it, I was like, this could be a thing. That you she know? walked around on a dirty, on a floor and just collected dirt underneath her no, feet? No, you know, like when you're driving. Oh, oh. Keisha came you up with... You too, <laughs> No, no, I, no. So I'm trying to understand. Keisha came Trust up. Me. Keisha came up with a good explanation that we were all going, hmm, yeah, we could see that, but we were side-eyeing the fuck out of you. All yeah, all. no, yeah. <laughs> I like Masika. I do too. We I, I, wanted I to have, come on the I mean, show. I don't know. I don't know her to not like her though. So it's like I like everybody. Like I don't really unless we got some kind of issue. I like. So, yeah. so when you went on the show, did you say okay? I'm not filming with these bitches because they're not stars. And no. I'll, I'll film with Ray. You know, because we have we could do music together. Mm. But like, did you just say like I'm not filming with these people? No. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. I didn't actually. Um, it was set that I wouldn't have to film with with anyone. Mm -hmm. I would just go on there, and I and I think midway they were like, "Okay, now people are asking why you aren't like, why aren't you filming with anyone?" They was like, "Well, here's the whole list of cast. Like, mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. would you 
them with, mm-hmm. if any. And then I was just like, I mean, I know certain people. I've, I've um, you know, seen Lyrica in passing, mm-hmm. you know, um, Masika through Zell, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, Nia through Teddy Riley. Mm-hmm. I know certain people in the music business. Tierra you know through Rihanna. Tierra through... <laughs> You the stupid. rock label, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, I brushed shoulders with a few of them, so you know. What was the whole point of them setting you up on that day with Johan Jones? Who? Johan, that, that the mock comedian. Day, the, the, oh, yeah. What was the point of that? Was they really? Was that serious? No, I can believe it wasn't. Um, no, <laughs> that shit was you know, I have a meeting with Johan about. I don't think that's project. in my contract that I, I can't say that though. So. Got you. Okay. Um, it was a situation, you know. It's an unfortunate situation um, that happened. So it, 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 you know, what we originally had going on didn't end up happening. So you know, it looked. Mm-hmm. I, I said to you when I saw you that it looked like you were just kind of bored the season. Like I'm just, I'm gonna. I mean, you showed up and you did your thing and you brought your part, but like mm-hmm. you definitely aren't gonna be led around by the nose to do crazy shit for camera time. Yeah, no, Mm-mm. and I and I kind of feared that that I would be boring. I mean, technically, I like I really don't. I don't go out a lot. I do my music. I take care of my kid. I drink wine occasionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, you know, like I literally just went down to to Santa Barbara. Like that's where I just left and spent a couple of days up there drinking wine, getting facials by myself. Nice. You just know by what I'm I love yeah. going to Santa Barbara you know? for yeah, wine so tasting. So I'm out here acting ratchet, and I call her. I go, Hey, what's up? You want to hang out? She was like, I'm going to my driver's take. You have the driver. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. She has a driver. I don't know, but he—he's literally the person that was like, "I'm telling you, where he is a wine connoisseur." So I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and plus, when you're wine tasting, you definitely don't want to be behind the motherfucking wheel. No. Because you're getting shit faced. Yes. That last place <laughs> I went out there. Oh my goodness. I think I spent like I spent like hundreds of uh, uh, hundreds of dollars, like at least a thousand dollars on like a couple of bottles. Like he was literally getting me. Like mm-hmm. he was like, "Yeah, try this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, try like that you. one." I do too. By the night, I was like. Oh, just give me eight of those. What you got over there? Yeah, let me have that. So, you, <laughs> so are you going back to Love and Hip Hop or that's over? Um, I believe it's like a little while before they start you know. casting again. Mm-hmm. Well, but, if you go back, I'll go back. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm, I'm working on me. <laughs> but Jason, so. you come on, Jason. What? No, what? No, because you just gonna you gonna have me fighting, man. No, no, no. No, I'm he's no. He's, he's changed. Yeah. He, he's changed. His shirt. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, literally he was clowning Masika I was like why Jason No I was not clowning her I was being honest But she was I, I love that she was receptive to no, it all No she did yeah And she handled That's it all That's why I like Masika Yeah she was okay she be like alright She's coming she on like, the show So yeah, you and I have a mutual You and I have a mutual friend She's my favorite artist uh, People think it's Beyonce But it's Faith Evans Yeah And I know you guys have a special relationship How did you guys yes, become friends Yes 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 I love Faith Faith my girl I mean she just one of the real chicks in the business Like you can go to her and literally like talk to her about anything and then on top of that like I always wanted Faith to sing backgrounds with me and um she did it for one of my albums mm-hmm. and I was just like oh my god wow. her voice is just butter wow why does she sound like this but um yeah we just always stay cool you know like um yeah we're not like you know like we talk all the time yeah. and stuff like that but she like when we see each other, it's a real vibe. All love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I'm about to say the, the way the state of music is today in this world, which is I don't know. What are you? What is Keisha Cole listening to? Is um, it a difference between when she's at home in the car, opposed to the club? Because you know, in the club, everything sounds good. But what is your go-to? Um, I still listen to Faith. Mm-hmm. Faithfully, I do too. I listen to like three different albums from Faith. 
um, Mary, um, you know, Monica last night I was listening to, um, Tupac still, you know, um, myself, of course. <laughs> um, can you listen to your own music and appreciate it? Mm-hmm. When I study myself, I listen to a lot of my music, mm-hmm. especially like when I'm recreating, like a, creating another album. I'll be like, what was I talking about? Because mm-hmm. I never want to seem like I'm sounding repetitive. Mm-hmm. I always want to sound like, you know, you can grow from this. So like, I ain't saying the same thing. Like, that's one lyric that just irks me in this new song, Incapable. Because I said I would love myself genuinely. I already said that, like, but, you know, I wrote this with somebody else. Mm. And at the end of it, it said all I need was me. I was like, I already said that. Yeah, we were listening to that before you got yeah, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last little inline, I should have said, I thought you would love, only need me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I only needed you. I thought you would only need but me. But you could always mix it up in a live performance. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah that shit is like people. So, people are automatically sucks. gonna think that that's about your last relationship. It is okay. Well, then cl- clarification <laughs> is there for you. So, are there that any new so artists? Yeah. Are there any new artists that inspire you? I love SZA. I really yeah. do. She says a lot of things that I. Uh, I just be like, I feel that. Yeah. Yes, I'm going through that, but I never make it to the point of saying because yeah. I'm literally so scared about kids and what they hearing and stuff like that. Like, I, you know. Mm. Do you ever reach out to these new artists to collaborate? Yeah, I actually um, met with SZA's um, producer, and we spoke about it. We actually were at the same um, lawyer's office not too long ago after a show, because I went to a show, and um, it was such a sweet moment. I thought it was super awesome. She was on stage, and she didn't like the way her music was, her, her sound was sounding on stage, and, and she looked at me, and I just was like, girl, keep going. Don't stop. And she was like... The next day, she was like, I saw you. Oh, my God, that meant so much to me. I was like, see, that's what she looks baby up to you. Yeah. What about her? You like her? I love her. Mm-hmm. Yes. She plays a lot of instruments, too. I didn't know that. Yes. that's Jeff Robertson manages her. They are blowing up fast. Yeah, she's young. Khalid, location guy. Yeah, send me. Yes, I'm, I love I'm not, that. I'm not on her yet. It's a him. Oh, her. Her, you know, her is a her. him. Yeah. No, yeah, her is a her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you. Okay, send yeah, I'm going to send you the songs I like. Because, okay. yes, it's some good ones. Okay, so if you had to choose one artist to be a fan of, would it be Rihanna or Beyonce? If you had to choose those two, because I ask this question. That's hard. See, I told you, you cannot compare them. But to. maybe it's hard for her because she's an actual artist and she can relate versus some of our other guest answers. Mm. Like some people feel like Rihanna just has more hits. Swag, and, you know, yeah. you know, it's it's a different type of vibe, I guess. What would mm. you say, Miss Cole? Yeah, and I don't, I don't want no more issues with the beat high. <laughs> oh man! They Wait, will what's sting that about? What ass? happened? Oh, no, no, I don't know. Okay, uh, let's it. move on. Okay, we're not gonna bring it up. Forget it. No, no, no. I forgot what she did, but it she, must. It's it's not. It she must. Said something. You it's can't not say as anything. it's not as bad as Carrie Hilson because whatever they're still putting bees on her and page. Kid Rock, yeah, they're but, still putting bees on <laughs> yeah. her page. The they are. But the difference between God Carrie Hilson is um, Keisha was established as an artist before she criticized or had something to say. Mm. I didn't even say anything. Carrie Hilson ain't posted in a couple years on her Instagram. <laughs> I don't even know if she were, she may be in she China. Posting her boyfriend, her and her boyfriend. No, you ever acted? You ever done some acting? I'm gonna do that this time. Little Shop of Horrors in the works. <laughs> Movie? Yeah. Oh. You're like a little kid. Who I love else that. is in Wait, it? So you're going to do T- um, Tisha Campbell's part? I would love to be Pam or Tisha. I don't mm. give a damn. Whoever. Pam or Tisha. I would be. That means you might be old lady you in the talk, you in in the... consideration for it? Mm. That's pray dope. that you get that. That's Please. Dope. Crossing damn. fingers. Oh for my you. God. I just had an epiphany. You would be good replacing Tamar Braxton on the real. 
Because you're opinionated. She's not on the. Oh, he's talking about for a new edition. She got fired, you remember? Mm. She quit. So. Jocelyn's there now, right? No. Jocelyn's in Miami got on you. the beach. I went. Um, I just did the real. Mm-hmm. He's talking about as a new sit, sit in host. I mean. Mm. Say, so well, if the bag right, she all right. <laughs> okay, so yeah. 11 11 reset. How did that come about? What was the vision for the album? And what do you hope it gives to us in the world? Well, I just kept feeling old school vibes. I don't know why. Like, I literally went, I, for like the last two years, I went up to the record store and I bought all these old school records. I bet me a record player. You like know. who? Um, like who are you feeling? Like Supremes. I bought um, oh, Billie Holiday. Mm. I bought like, um, I even up to Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, just a bunch of pe- just people I don't even know, never really heard of. I mm-hmm. asked them what was the, on the top of the charts back then. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the you know dopest records back then? And maybe that I could just listen to them and just dig through crates. I bought a bunch of stuff and then I literally plastered all these um, records on my wall, like mm-hmm. the the cases of them. Yeah. And um, I created a vibe in my living room. And mm-hmm. I like I went and bought an old school TV, a little vintage TV, mm-hmm. um, bought some vintage furniture and an old energy. school fur wow. rug. And I just I had a photo shoot. It's the cover of my my album, actually. Mm-hmm. I would love to see you create. I did. I mean, that was it. Geo, like literally, off. we had two photo shoots. Just with the back, label. back away from well, her. We just posted. All I said two. was, I would love to see her create. Okay, we just posted. You're fo- drooling a little. We've been posting. Oh. I'm yes. appreciating her artistry. I just okay. said I would love to see her create. Okay, okay, calm down. Jeez. <laughs> well, you didn't say that to Sydney Star when she was talking about creating her vagina or her <laughs> <laughs> Jason. We need to appreciate all women of all forms. <laughs> I feel you on that. Real or not. Okay, so the uh, this is true. we've been posting some pictures of you recently. There's been a lot, a, a much more sexy Keisha Cole. Mm-hmm. There's one of you in lingerie. Um, I think there's Uh-oh. a tattoo around Hashtag your, body goals. Yeah, there's a I tattoo around shit. your um, cuckoo's nest. <laughs> My cootie can. So is, are we getting ready to see a whole new vixen um, online or what? I would love to to show a sexier side of myself. Have you done any plastic surgery? Um, I got my titties done. Ain't nothing wrong Your with teeth, that. You said, yeah, titties and teeth. Yeah, Your teeth look good. I don't want to say no. I don't want to get no more compliments. Wait, so how, was it? Was they it used a- to be big, and then I had my son, and then they kind of deflated, and then I was like, okay, but she got a lift too. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I used I to got, like beg for God, like, come on, God, like I don't need them this big. You know, yeah. I'm kind of small framed. You know, it'd be mm. nice. Then I was thinking about getting a reduction. Then I had my son, and it was like, here, see, God bless you. I'm like, put some more in there. It's not right. Yeah. So, yeah so. I think it's a woman's choice. I mean, you mm-hmm. look great. Thank you. Well, listen, I know we've been trying to get you on this show. Uh, you were the only person that somebody called and said, I need to see everything you're going to ask before she gets there, but you didn't ask me anything. No. So thank you. No, thank you. And thank I have fun you. with you. I'm telling you, y'all need it. You like wine. I I like like I'm a huge Yeah, wino. come on. I yeah, mean, y'all, y'all rapping after this. I mean, why not Wait, just, you know. And, like, oh, she's having an event tonight, so we have yeah. to go to the event. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. not only does she have wine, she pulled out her credit card and paid for the drinks. I said, I've been hanging with the wrong fucking people. <laughs> no, I said, are you sure? She's like, oh, I got him like, and it went through? Oh, yes. <laughs> Hilarious. So the girls this I is know, LA after girls all. I know, I'd be like, don't trip. I caught it. This is LA. Jason. But thank you. Thank yeah. you for coming on the show. It yeah. wasn't, you know, it wasn't rough. Anything no, else you want to say? Rough. Promote, it wasn't you want to talk about telling the album when I get it 11 all. 11 reset. Yeah. Is this live though? No, but it drops today. Oh, it does? Doesn't it? 
No, no it's her album's, her album's going to drop on October 20th, correct? Yes. Oh, and okay. happy almost birthday. Thank you, Tim. October, October 15th. Yeah. That's the same day as my boyfriend. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That, that, we, that we can't talk about on the show. Okay, yeah. Anyways, anyway, whatever. this will air before this will Who air. Who is your boyfriend? We'll talk about that over some wine, girl. Okay, 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 cool. <laughs> Apparently, he has a big dick. So, ten twenty, the album is dropping, and I'm super excited about it. It's called the Reset. I went through a lot with this album, going through this divorce and everything, and just trying to reset. You know what I'm saying? And just trying to be a more positive person. I don't want to fuck nobody up no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I thank my fans, and I love y'all guys, and I hope y'all go buy it because um. So I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna if post. If you don't, it. I'm gonna start. A I'm gonna, com- I'm gonna uh, buy it and post line. proof. So everybody that tweets you talking about, oh my god, congratulations! <laughs> they need to post proof. You got any pre-order? Yeah. We need to, we need to, oh yeah, pre-order yeah. it now. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We need to do a post proof. We need a post proof campaign. Mm-hmm. Fuck, yes. Fuck all the nice things. Just post it. Buy it. Support it. Okay. Okay. So now, last question: um, Is Booby permanently evicted after this whole trying to get money thing? Like, are you letting him <laughs> back in, or is that it? You have moved on. You know what? Honestly. If if Daniel needed a place to stay, he's my son's father. No matter what, it, that whatever we go through, it has nothing to do with him actually being there for DJ. So if he, there was, he does seem to be a good dad. Yeah, and if there was a situation where he was experiencing something, because I would I would hope that he would. I mean, I try to treat people the way I would hope they would treat me. So I would have to say yes to that. Damn, this is a nice, new and improved. Keisha She's Cole. a sweetheart. Yes, but yeah. the East Oakland's still in there somewhere. It's, it's it's come out time to time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good, congratulations on the event tonight. We'll yes. be there. Have Thank fun. You. All right. Thanks, yes. Mama. And we're out. Right. Peace. Peace. Bye, everybody. Peace.